Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Pushball Podcast and today we're going to be talking about how you should get back into training when your gym does reopen. So, as I'm sure you're aware, in some areas gyms are starting to open again, thank God, and hopefully that will soon be followed by more, and I'm praying followed by mine quite soon. Um, and in, in this time where gyms have been closed, a lot of people have fallen out of their training routines for various reasons. It could just be a loss of general uh, routine in general, uh, loss of motivation, a lack of equipment and knowledge, all these kind of things. So we will talk about getting back into the routine of things uh, when your gym does reopen. But for those people that have stayed consistent and kept training during isolation, respect to you, I've done the same thing. Even you, you shouldn't go back to the gym doing exactly what you were doing before. There's there's a process to this, and if you do this right, you can capitalise on the time that you've been away from the gym, rather than potentially messing things up. So we'll go through this step by step, and we'll start off with covering what you should be doing if you haven't been training for the last two or three months because of your gym being closed. The way I see this, there are three sections that we can think about. And the first area is just the general routine, the habit of going to the gym, and also the motivation of getting back into it. Because you haven't been there for so long, you're probably noticing that you've lost some of the progress you made. You might generally feel a bit less fit. You might have a bit less energy. And that in itself is a great source of motivation, but for some people it's still very hard to get back into that mindset when the routine has been so different. And for those people, the only advice I have is to just go. Like, there's no point wasting time thinking about going or when to go or how to get back in. Just go, and then once you're there, you can start figuring out your routine. But... You can't start at the gym until you've started at the gym. It's, it's the only way. It's the only way to put it. I hope that makes sense. And in terms of motivation, uh, aside from what I said about having potentially lost progress, you need to realise that because you've been doing so little when you were doing a lot before, or however much you were, when you get back to the gym, it's going to be an amazing experience for you because. Let's say you are the person that was lifting weights three to five times a week and you developed a good amount of muscle, a good amount of strength compared to where your starting point was. You probably remember that if if you've been lifting for more than a year or two, you've probably realised that progress slows down quite quickly, unfortunately. And you probably think back to the glory days, the golden days of months one and two, where no matter what you did in the gym you were progressing day by day because that stimulus was so new to your body. And this is known as newbie gains. It's a very well-known thing in the gym world that when you first start, you make progress so fast. In two months, you can do more than somebody that's been training for five years can do in two years. It's it's crazy. And because you've lost, your, your body has become unadapted to this stimulus, uh, in the time that you weren't at the gym, you'll practically re-experience your newbie gains and 
it's an amazing thing and I think you'll appreciate it even more the second time round because you've experienced how slow it can be now you'll notice even more just how fast you are improving and that should be exciting it should be motivating and it's definitely a reason to get back into the gym as soon as you can. After the general routine and motivation of getting to the gym we can't ignore the mental side of things because it is going to be a bit of a mental game when you go back into the gym and just coming to terms with your current level of performance because undoubtedly we're currently talking about people that haven't been training but even people that have been training your performance at the gym is not going to be the same as it was in your very last session you did because the situation the circumstances were completely different and it can be a bit of a mind game it's a bit of a head fuck and the most important thing is just to not be too hard on yourself because think about it is it fair to compare yourself is it fair on yourself to compare you now to where you were before under completely different circumstances no of course it's not it's like comparing a top powerlifter that's had all like the, the best powerlifting gym, the best powerlifting coach, has had consistent access for years and years to somebody that can't train, to a powerlifter that can't train in the gym, has been doing it for a month and has no coach and all these things. It's not the same circumstance, it's not the same situation, so you can't compare yourself to it. Even though it's you're still you, you're in a different place at the moment, and you can't expect yourself to perform as well as you did then. At the same time, you don't necessarily have to have lost performance in this time. If before you were completely overtraining, you were exhausted, and you lacked mobility, and you used your time in isolation to improve mobility, to work on recovery, all of these things, you could come back stronger. I'm not saying that's not a possibility, but the likelihood is that you will have lost some strength you might not be capable of what you were capable of before, but that's okay. You're in a different circumstance, you're in a different situation, and now it's your time to get back there and push past any plateaus you might have been at before. You know what you were capable of before, and that is your fuel to get back there and to get further. You also need to know that because of muscle memory, you're going to get there so much quicker. So if we're talking about your physical muscle size. I'm sure you've heard of muscle memory and it basically means, to put it really briefly and simple, your muscle will come back way quicker than it did the first time. So if you've had that extra five pounds of muscle before, it will come back within weeks because it's been there before. Your body knows knows that it needs to be there for what you're doing. So that's one way to look at it. And also, even though muscle doesn't directly pertain to strength your strength is going to come back just as quickly if not quicker than your muscle because when you were first building up to that I don't know let's say a hundred kilogram bench press or four plate deadlift you were learning in the process whereas now you know how it feels to lift that uh, 180 kilograms off the floor you know the deadlift technique you know all these things so it's going to come back way faster than it took to achieve it in the first place. So you don't need to panic, within weeks you'll be back to where you are. I think in terms of the mental side of things, 
It's also really important just to accept the reality. If in your head all you're trying to do is fight it, say, no, I haven't lost strength, and no, I haven't lost muscle, and all these things, it, don't try and fight it. Just accept where you are now, accept the reality, and take everything within your stride. I think this way of going about things will get you back to where you were before faster and safer than if you were just trying to obliterate yourself to get back there as quickly as possible. The last thing on the mental aspect is contextualising, adding some context to your situation. So yeah, your bench press might have gone down, but in context, does it matter? No, your, your bench press hasn't gone down forever. It's not permanently down. Even if it had, do you need the bench press you had before? No, it's it's just, it's literally just a, uh, it's just your ego that wants that bench to be where it was before. And that's fine. I'm not judging you for that. I'm exactly the same. Most people are exactly the same. You all have a lifting ego, but it doesn't matter and you need to realise that. However, if you are somebody that is a strength athlete, if you're a power lifter, do you need to have your bent, your peak bench press right now? Are you a week out of a powerlifting meet? Or are you are you competing soon, even within a few months? Probably not, because everything's been postponed for months and months, if not until next year. So you don't need to be at your peak performance right now. And you can use this time to your advantage to slowly build things up to maybe not overlook things like uh, rotator cuff strength and shoulder mobility and all these things that you were maybe neglecting before. It's just about realising that context of, yes, you might not be at your best right now, but you don't need to be at your best right now. It's okay. And for those people that aren't training, the last and most important thing we're going to cover is the physical best way to get back into it. So unfortunately, it's not just a case of walking into the gym and doing the same thing you were doing before, because like we said, you're not the same person you were before. You've become deconditioned because you weren't training, your body is less adapted, and your uh, connection to your body is going to be different due to this break you've had from the gym. The physical best way to do it is something that nearly every single person is going to do wrong because it's just not common sense, honestly. And it's, 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 it's detrimental because it's important to get good results safely to do it the right way. So there's, there's a few steps for this. The first thing is you're going to want to do way less volume than your previous sessions. Let's say before you were weightlifting and in general you were getting uh, resistance training, sorry, and in general you were doing 20 or so hard sets per muscle group per week, you're probably aware that generally you want to do around 10 to 20 sets per muscle per week to get optimal hypertrophy. You were experienced, you were doing up, upwards of 20, the higher end of things, you want to drop right back down to those 10 sets per week, maybe even less to begin with, just because, for one, you don't need to do as much as you were before. Doing any more than that would be too much and you would be overtaxing your body, you wouldn't be able to recover. And two, you want to do as little as possible 
to get the most amount of results. That's that's always the goal. So if you are absolutely hammering your body, there's less place, there's less space for you to go. And you were probably finding out before that you couldn't do much more than you're already doing and you couldn't get much more results out of what you're doing. So you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. So if you've now been presented with this opportunity to drop right back down to know six to eight sets a week and still see results this puts you in an amazing amazing place to see even more long-term progress past where you were before so starting off with that low low volume but keeping your training frequency where it was before you also want to decrease your training intensity because again if you go in and you're doing every single set all out to failure Again, you are overtaxing your body, you won't be able to recover, you don't need to do this to stimulate results at this point in your uh, training, and it just gives you less space to progress in the long term. In terms of the rep range you want to be lifting at, it really is going to be individual to you and your goals and the type of person you are. However, my recommendation would be lifting in the 8 to 12 rep range, and this is for the main reason of safety more than anything else because if you've not done a bench press in two months, if you've not done a deadlift in two months or a squat, all these complicated movements, if you go straight back in and you're trying to do something in the one to five rep range, at this rep range you're doing such heavy weight that your form needs to be perfect and if your form slips 1%, you're at a massive risk of injury. Whereas if you load yourself in a moderate rep range of eight to 12 reps, this means you're using less weight, so there's less chance of injury. You have more control over that weight in a higher rep range. It's just gonna be safer and also uh, allow you to readjust to the movements that you are so fresh to without a huge amount of load on your back. At the same time, I wouldn't recommend going higher than 12 reps, you know, the 15 to 20 rep range, just because when people generally do anything between 15 to 20 reps, they tend to rush the reps. So you'll see people doing bicep curls where it's a second per rep and all these kind of things. And it's it's obviously not optimal. I don't need to cover that. We all know it's not optimal. But it's also not safe, especially if you've not done it in so long. If you've not done a dumbbell bench press and now you're suddenly throwing around these dumbbells a second up and down for 20 reps, something's going to get damaged and it could put you out of the gym for even longer than you've already been. So 8 to 12 rep range, less volume, less intensity. From this starting point, you then can build up the volume, build up the intensity over weeks and months. Like I said, you get way better and more long-term results this way. You may feel like because you're doing less, you'll get less results. But trust me, doing this is gonna get you more results, not less, because you're doing the effective amount, not overkill. So next up, I wanna cover what you should be doing if you have been training consistently during this time period, as I know a lot of people have been. and This is still going to be quite similar to what we've already spoken about, whether uh, you expected that or not, but there will be a few differences in how you should do things or how I would recommend you to do things. 
if you have stayed consistent with training while stuck at home and probably one light dumbbell and some crappy bands from Amazon, you probably do not need the motivation to get back into the gym because you obviously love it to have, you obviously love working out to have stuck through less than optimal situations. So you'll probably burst in to get back through the gym doors, but you still might struggle to feel that motivation due to your performance suffering. And that's that's completely understandable. It's like I was saying before, your ego knows how much you were able to lift before. And if you walk back into the gym and you suddenly feel rubbish compared to where you were before, it is a massive knock. It's like when people are on steroids and they feel amazing. They're getting stronger every week. They're getting bigger every week. All this testosterone, you know, making them feel amazing. Like they're the big man. When they come off it, they suddenly feel shriveled up, weak, small, lethargic, all these things. It's going to feel very similar to you and that's okay because again you need to realise that it's a different situation. Now you're in the prime position to get yourself back to where you were before and further. What I would recommend for motivation is to change your focus. Don't be focused on your strength at this time because that is so it's it's such an egotistical a dangerous place to be because it will lead you to do things that are less than optimal and less than safe for your body. Instead of that, place your focus on getting back or getting to perfect technique. Get back to that perfect intense connection that you had to the muscle before. So really slow the movement down, focus on all the little lifting cues, the techniques that are going to make your reps and sets way more effective and whilst you're doing this whether you're focused on strength or not your strength is going to come back during this time so it will be really beneficial for motivation to change your focus onto technique and that mind to muscle connection in terms of the mentality you go back with i already know that it's going to be that you want to go into the gym and absolutely crush it you want to destroy your chest you want to destroy your arms because you've not had access to your favorite incline chest press machine and you know your favorite bicep curl machine for two months and that's completely understandable but just like we spoke about in the physical section of if you haven't been training unfortunately this isn't the best way to do things and you do need to take it steady when you get back into the gym. You control this mindset so that you can progress optimally rather than potentially injuring yourself or ruining your chance for further progression. So when you are back into the gym, this is how I would recommend you approach your training if you have stayed consistent. You don't need to reel things back as much as you would if you hadn't have trained because you've kept stimulating your body, you've kept yourself active, you've kept your connection to your muscles. And that's amazing, that's really good. So now you want to use all of this new equipment. Obviously it's not new, but um, it's unfamiliar to your body after these last few months. You want to use this to your advantage. So the first thing you want to do is choose different type of movements to what you've been doing at home. Let's say at home you've been doing loads of pull-ups, push-ups, all this body weight kind of stuff. Now is the time to take advantage of machines. So if you've been doing loads and loads of push-ups, 
Now you want to implement a lot of dumbbell stuff where your hands aren't fixed um, on a position or maybe a lot of cable flies, that kind of stuff. Generally it might not be as impactful but because it's so novel and such a different stimulus to what you've been doing at home for the last few months, you will see a big advantage from it. The same goes with things like squats. If you've been doing loads of goblet squats at home, if you now jump on a leg press, it's going to be such a different stimulus to your body that you'll really um, take a full advantage of the time that you were changing things up. Along the same lines, I would completely change up your rep ranges. So again, if at home you've been doing 20 to 30 reps, because that's how much you've needed to do to get to the to, to reps in reserve or an RPE that is effective, that's okay, that means you're doing the right thing. But now, after a month or two of that, your body has become a lot more used to doing 20 to 30 rep sets. And it might have killed you at first, but now you're pretty used to it. So now, when you get back into the gym, you wanna stay away from that rep range completely. You wanna to switch to the eight to 12 rep range potentially even a strength range, so you know, four to six reps, that kind of thing, because it's gonna be so different to what you were doing at home that now your body is gonna be really hypersensitive to that difference in training, and you really, really will take advantage of the novelty of getting back into the gym. Obviously though, it goes without saying that you do still need to reduce your volume, even though you've been training at home, for example, a set of 30 push-ups or a set of 20 goblet squats is going to be way less taxing on your CNS and your overall recovery than heavy leg days using squats or leg press, all these kind of things will be at the gym. So you need to peel your volume right back so that one, you can recover adequately for your next session, two, so that you're not just doing more than necessary to see results. Again, if you're doing more than necessary, you will be shortening the potential lifespan of your progress in the gym. And also you need to reduce your intensity because like I was saying, recovery, CNS, all these kind of things, you need to give yourself time to work up back to where your uh, recovery threshold was before because you will have lost a substantial amount of your recovery threshold and ability due to the lack of overall load on your muscles. Like I said, a body weight squat is nowhere near as taxing as heavy sets of leg press and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, this doesn't mean you can't train hard. You still need to train hard. It's just you're doing a lot less. Like I said earlier, if you're doing 20 to 24 sets a week before, peeling back to six to eight hard sets, that's fine. And you can definitely still enjoy your training. It just means that rather than doing, you know, if, if before you were going into the gym and you were doing five absolutely killer sets of squats where you were destroying yourself, going to failure on the squats, which is the most CNS fatiguing movement you can do, Instead of that, you might start off with two or three killer hard sets of a leg press and then move on to a leg extension where you're doing some intensity techniques like rest pause or drop sets or cluster sets, that kind of thing. So you're still training very hard, but you're using uh, machines and movements 
that are going to be a lot easier to recover from when you are so new to it. And then over time, you're, you're giving your CNS chance to readjust to the stimulus so that you can build up the volume and build up your recovery. Over time, you can introduce those squats, the high demand movements. And then when you do reintroduce them, because you've done this in the correct way, you will respond even better than if you jumped straight back into it. You'll have reduced risk of injury and you'll be able to have, you'll have a lot more longevity in your training. You'll see more results for a longer period of time and you'll come out tops if you do take the time to do things right when the gym reopens. So I hope you're doing well in lockdown. I hope your gym opens soon. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next one, see you later, guys.